We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the King, the Master, the Sustainer, the Creator of the seven heavens and the earth, and we send peace and blessings upon His beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. My brothers and sisters, my topic has been success through the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a quality of a believer. From Quran and from Hadith, we are informed and we are ordered by Allah and His Prophet. O oh, you who believe, to remember Allah in abundance. O oh, you who believe, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in abundance. To make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to remember Him, to praise Him, to glorify Him. For verily, in the remembrance of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what does He say in the Quran? He says, for verily, in the remembrance of Allah, the hearts, what do they find? Allah says, the hearts, they find rest. But Allah did not say in the remembrance of Allah, you find what? Happiness. Because Allah is not seeking happiness. Allah says in the remembrance of Allah, the hearts, they find rest. It finds peace. It finds a sense of belonging. Look, I've spoken for two minutes. I spoke about Allah and already you feel there's something weird happening. We spoke about Allah for two minutes. Imagine when you speak about Allah for an hour. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, a very amazing prophet, had a unique relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm rushing through this because it's already telling me 16 minutes. Right? So Musa had a very unique relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Musa says, oh Allah, give me a dua. Give me a supplication. Give me something I can remember you by. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says to Musa, he says, Ya Musa, and I'm paraphrasing, he says, Ya Musa, قُلْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Musa, say La ilaha illallah. You know what's unfortunate in our time, my brothers? There used to be a time when being a Muslim was an honorable thing. Being a Muslim was something you took pride in. Being a Muslim was something you were privileged to be called. Today we're running away from it. Today, Muhammad's become Mo, and Mustafa's become Alan, and Flatten, and Why? Because it's becoming embarrassing to be a Muslim. Now, Allahi, my brothers and my sisters, you should raise your head held high. You should raise it high for the greatest honor, the greatest love, the greatest gift, the greatest sign of Allah's mercy on any human being is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows this person with his rahmah, with his blessing, and he makes him a Muslim. That's the greatest honor you can ever have. So Musa says, oh Allah, give me a dua. So Allah says in return, Ya Musa, قُلْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ So Musa says, oh Allah, I already say, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ And I was hoping for something a bit more. And he says, all the prophets that came before me also said, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in return, he says to me, Ya Musa, if the seven heavens and what it contains was placed on one, one, on, on one end of the scale, and la ilaha illallah was placed on the other. La ilaha illallah would outweigh the seven heavens and the earth. And you carry that in your heart. 
Yet how many times do you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The remembrance of Allah. The Prophet of Allah, he says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, more or less, he says, the heart, it becomes rusty. The heart, it becomes rusty and it's very normal. You know, especially in our day and age, you're going, you're coming and your music and, you know, um, Brother Omar Isa, you know, wallahi, I was saying to him yesterday, I was saying to him, you know, once I was on call waiting, I called the company and they put me on hold. You know, I used to love music when I was, I'm still calling Kesey, but back then, like, really back then. So I still love music and leaving music has been one of my greatest challenges, yeah? But still every now and then when I'm in Woolies and they play Michael Jackson, you may just see a moonwalk come out of me, you know? Because it's hard to let go, you know, these, these things, they're hard to let go of. Anyway, so what was I talking about? Yeah, so anyway, so one time I was on hold and they played the song and I don't even want to mention the song because I don't want what happened to me to happen to you, you know? So I mentioned, you know, so, so they put me on hold and they put this song on and, and with my beard and sunnah and I was just <laughs> doing these ones. The song was on for two minutes, bro. I was on hold for two minutes. And wallahi I take an oath by Allah. It took me weeks, weeks to get that song out of my head, man. Bro, I, honestly, I was remembering the song in my salah. I was remembering it. Believe it or not, my brothers, there are people, believe it or not, the effect of music, some people have that effect and greater when they hear the Qur'an. Because the greatest dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to read His book. Because you're reading pure perfection. You are reading revelation. Imagine Allah sent you a letter. You know, you ask yourself, and my brothers, you know, let's be real. Sometimes I get frustrated with myself and I get frustrated with, you know, with ourselves. And I find it amazing. Some of us, we're 20, 30, 40, some of us are 50 years of age. And after 50 years of living, we still only know the same ayat of Quran that we memorized when we were six and seven. And Allahu Alam, if we're even reading it correctly. And you ask yourself, bro, 40 years of living, 40 years, you haven't increased your Qur'an, not even one ayah? You haven't increased Qur'an, not even a single verse? Sorry, am I... Well, I don't even need this, man. Ya Allah. All right. One, one, you haven't increased your Qur'an, not one verse? You know Why? Because the truth is, is we're not in love. And I'm about to get all soft on you now, man. Honestly, we're not in love. You remember my brother when you were in love? Don't act humble, bro. Who's married here? Raise your hand. Who's married? So you forgot what love means. But the other brothers, Wallahi, my brothers, let's be real. When you're in love, or you're even, Malash, just for the sake of the youth to understand, or you're in a haram relationship and you're texting a girl, and today even the girl's texting the guy. You're in a haram relationship and you're texting your loved one. What happens to you? Wallahi, you don't sleep at night. You sit under the covers and it's nice and warm and you got the phone in your hand and you've sent her a letter and your mind is going left and right and you're, wallahi, your heart, bro, you're, you're alive. You feel every atom of you. 
every sense of your body is electrified, bro. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. How did she understand it? I remember the first time I ever got LOL. I thought, lol, what the hell is lol? I remember the first time I ever read, what, what is it, BFF? What is it, BBF? What? Anyway, it's supposed to be best friend forever. What the hell's that? But you wait, bro, you wait in anticipation. What's my loved one going to say? Allah sent you a whole book from his love. Honestly, when was the last time you read it? When was the last time you opened it? We're running around trying to find love here and there. And we're trying to find success here and there. And we're looking and we're searching and we're going high and low. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent you a manuscript from Him. Pure love from Him. Pure revelation. What? Pure, pure, pure in every sense of the word. And yet we've neglected it. Why, my brothers? The remembrance of Allah, the Prophet of Allah, He says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, amazing, amazing. He says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and please, don't listen to me so you can be entertained. Brother, you know your heart, you know your heart. Rip your heart out today and put it on the table. And for God's sake, for God's sake, for Allah's sake, just once in your life, let your heart move, bro, let it move. Let it move, let it listen and absorb. Every inch of your body is crying for Allah. It's crying for His remembrance. And you deprive it every single day. The Prophet of Allah, he says, he says the difference between the one that remembers Allah and the one that doesn't remember Allah, the difference between the two, he says, is like the living and the dead. The difference between the one that remembers Allah and the one that doesn't remember Allah, he says, the difference between the two is the difference between the living and the dead. This is the difference. You know, Khalid bin Walid, one of the greats, one of the absolute mummers of our ummah. Khalid bin Walid, there's a certain, there's a particular narration when they were facing the Romans. And Khalid bin Walid was an absolute wild horse, just an absolute gun. So Khalid bin Walid used to wait for the Muslim army to go to, you know, to go to sleep at night. Then on his own, Khalid bin Walid on his own would mount on his horse and go over to the Romans, go over to the enemy on his own to get intel, to suss out the army. What are they doing? What are they planning? So the Muslims used to trip it. They used to say, Khalid, what's wrong with you? You're the Amir, you're going on your own. I mean, at the very least, take some men with you. Maybe something happens to you. You're killed. Something happens. Look at the way he thought. He says, didn't you hear the Prophet of Allah say, didn't you hear him say, that the difference between the living, he says, the difference between the one that remembers Allah and the one that doesn't is like the living and the dead. He said, What can 60,000 dead do to one man that's living? What can they do to me? Why? Because when you remember Allah, my brothers, wallahi, your heart comes to life. To remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a sign of true love. True love. The Prophet of Allah, and my time is running short, the Prophet of Allah, he mentions in an authentic hadith, narrated, you know, it's in Bukhari, it's in Muslim. The Prophet of Allah, and he says, amazing, amazing. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says more or less, he says, my slave, when you remember me, I remember you. My slave, when you remember me on your own, I remember you on my own. 
my slave, when you remember me in a gathering like we're doing now, Allah says, my slave, I will remember you in a greater gathering. Ever seen the happiness of someone when someone that's of a higher rank mentions his name? I lost count how many shop owners. Hey, Hablos, drop my name in the lecture, huh? Mention my product, mention this and mention that. And the happiness, if I dropped his name now, the happiness. What happens when Allah drops your name? You want success? So the Prophet of Allah, he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has angels. Allah has angels. These angels, their job is to circulate the earth and find gatherings where Allah is being remembered like we're doing now. Don't, I'm not, yani, I'm not trying to twist. This hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim and it's a part of your aqidah to believe it. And if you don't, you have serious, serious problems in your faith. So there's angels, their jobs is to find these gatherings. And it is said that the Prophet of Allah, he says, it is said that these angels, they find these gatherings. These gatherings, they have nur, they have light. And these gatherings, they shine. They shine to the people of the heavens like the stars shine for the people on earth at night. That's what we're doing now, right now. So the angels, when they find these gatherings, they start calling to one another. Imagine, bro, imagine. You know, I find it interesting. When we watch a movie, you can always imagine yourself being the hero. You can always imagine yourself saving the girl at the end. You can always imagine yourself driving the car and one life. I, I would have done this and done that. But when we hear the hadith of Rasulullah it's basically information. Khalas, just point form. Habibi, you're supposed to live it. So the angels, they find the gathering and then they start calling one another. Come, come. We found what we were looking for. Sahih hadith. Then the Prophet of Allah, he says, then the angels, they come. And they pack into the gathering. And they start sitting on top of one another until they reach the lowest heavens. You know that special feeling that you're feeling now? has nothing to do with me. He even says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and I'm mixing between two different narrations. Sorry, between two different ahadith, but they're on the same topic. He says, not only do they come in, he says, but they will rub their wings against your shoulders. You know that feeling you're feeling now? Habibi, that's the angels of Allah. Until they reach... Then Allah calls the angels, and of course Allah knows all. Allah says to the angels, what's going on? What's, what's the commotion about? Of course I'm paraphrasing. What's the commotion? So the angels, they say, yeah, Allah, there's a group of people that have come together to remember your name. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says to the angels, he says, and what do they want? What do my slaves want? This is happening right now. Angels are speaking on your behalf. So the angels, they, they say to Allah, they say, Allah, these slaves, they got together, they're remembering you, they're talking about you. Allah says, what do they want? He says, so they say to him, they say, oh Allah, they want your Jannah. Allah says, have they seen my Jannah? The angels say, no. Allah says, and what if they were to see my Jannah? The angels say, ya Allah, if they were to see your Jannah, they would glorify you more intensely. 
He says, what else? He says, oh Allah, they seek protection. They seek protection from your hellfire. Allah says, have they seen my hellfire? They say, no. He says, what if they were to see it? They say, oh Allah, if they seen your hellfire, they would seek protection from it even more eagerly. He says, what else do they seek? They say, they see, you know, I'm not sure exactly if it's they seek your protection, they seek your forgiveness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the end, Allah says, oh my angels, let it be known that I have given them what they're after. I have forgiven their sins. I have protected them from hellfire and I shall give them paradise. That's not my favorite part of the hadith. This is right now. So one of the angels, he says, Ya Allah, but there's someone in the crowd and wallahi, there's always this person in the crowd. There's probably a hundred here now. So the angel says, Ya Allah, but there's someone in the crowd. He didn't want to be there. Some people have already put their heads down. Well, I don't know, man. Someone said there was going to be a singer. Someone said me there was going to be some food. Someone, I don't know, man. I was dragged into this. Well, I didn't want to be so the angel says, oh Allah, there's someone in the gathering. He wasn't there. He's not a part of the gathering. He just happened to be, you know, he just happened to be passing by. Allah says, because of the greatness of that gathering, I have forgiven that person also. This is the success in when you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my brothers. My brothers and sisters, 30 seconds. I'm definitely going to go over, but I'll be as quick as I can. Remembrance of Allah has to be a daily part of your life and it has to be a weekly event in your life. One of the things that definitely helped me in my journey on Tadeen was that I took an oath with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I will never miss a Thursday night lecture. Never. My wife is giving birth. My mom is flying overseas. I don't care what excuse it is. I will never ever miss a Thursday night talk. Our problem is, is I don't doubt your intention now. My problem is, my brothers, what we need to start doing, my brothers and sisters, is you need to start setting some small goals. What do I want from you today? Today, what I want from you is to be realistic. Make a promise with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Ya Allah, whatever it is, I will say subhanAllah 100 times a day. I will go to the masjid once a week on this particular day and listen to a talk. I will start reading. I don't care what challenge you give yourself. Just make a promise that, Ya Allah, from this day I will start and I will never, ever, ever miss it again. That's the problem. It's the promise. It's the promise because Ramadan comes and Ramadan goes. Everyone gets pumped a few days before Ramadan. You go to the masjid for two, three days and then farad. Next year, bro. No, no. And just very, very quickly, you need to make the intention. And the last thing, the problem with our intention is there's never a penalty. You think, what do you mean a penalty? What, like a parking fine? Yes, like a parking fine. Our problem is this. You need to take an oath that, Allah, let's say you agreed to read half a page of Quran a day. Ya Allah, I promise you, I will read half a page of Qur'an a day. And when the day comes that I don't read my half a page of Qur'an, because naturally it will come. Ya Allah, the next day I will read double and I will give an amount of money in charity. You know, if you do this and you stick to your promise, when the day comes that you miss your Qur'an and you stick to your word and you pay your money in charity and you double up, the day after that that you come to miss, Shaitan will come himself 
grab me by the hand and tell you, Habibi, Allah irda'alaik. Read your half a page because if you don't read your half a page, tomorrow you're going to cost me money in charity and double the work.